Welcome to Design in Confidence, hosted by me, Stefano Belucisessa. Today I'm a podcaster and innovation consultant. In the past I've been service, UX, visual designer, I've been a teacher, event organizer, I was a Boy Scout leader and also an improviser. I'm saying this because I've done some career changes in my life. And this is what this episode is going to be about. I believe that my career changes haven't been really radical. And I know this because I've been a mentor. For people that were doing career changes much bigger than mine. Moving into design from finance, marketing or really different jobs. And because at the end of our chats they told me they were more confident, I started to understand what are all the patterns of type of answers I give them. And this brought me to make this episode on what I wish I knew early in my career on how to build confidence when changing career. Quite a few things I'm gonna say in this episode are gonna be design specific, but I believe that also those are not designers might take something out of it. I anyway suggest you to check the episode on comparison I've done. There you can see whether and how you should compare yourself with people I'm gonna talk about here. I'm saying this because it's important to understand when we unfairly compare ourselves with others. That has nothing to do with us. And this episode is for career changes that tend to unfairly compare themselves with entry level and juniors. Before I start, I want to say that if you are an entry level or junior, I apologize in advance on a few things I'm gonna say. I always think of you on many episodes, but not here. But even if you did not change career, keep listening. You might find out how you've been undervaluating what you've done before or outside of your design career. But I also invite you to embrace what makes you unique, your naivety and your eagerness to learn, because that is your competitive advantage. While for you, career changers, just accept that that's their competitive advantage. You need to find yours. Once you accept this, you're gonna be able to find your competitive advantages. And I hope this episode is going to help you. But also, once you accept it, you start to understand what biases that creates you. You are less naive, which means that your experience probably gave you some higher standards of what good work means. And probably you might have higher expectations of what it takes to be a designer. Even more if you're moving into this career because you work with some amazing designers that you now look up to and you would like to be like them. You really have high standards, but let it go. It's a new career, so lower your expectation. But most of all, accept your past experience and focus on the potential and competitive advantage it gives you. I'm saying this because I've seen many people changing career and just rejecting everything from the past, hiding whatever they've done. But changing career doesn't mean rejecting whatever you've done. Build on it. You are innovating and changing your career. Just like Apple moved into the phone market, building on their experience with music and computers. They didn't just create a new team of people that they never met without access to any of the technology and the design knowledge that helped them build the iPod and the Macintosh. So it's the same with your career. And according to the answer that usually I give during my mentoring chat, identify four main topics that you mind the value from your previous experience. They actually make you more ready to move into a design career than you think. These topics are, first, you already are a designer. Second, your experience with specific people and sectors. Third, your skill set. And fourth, your professional seniority. Let's start from this last one. 
which is the most obvious but often undervalued. I spoke with many that have really high and senior positions, and they had an experience I wish I have, to be honest. They are really able to manage stakeholders, or to manage projects, they are able to plan their tasks efficiently, and collaborate with multidisciplinary teams. Just take a moment to acknowledge that these are the skills that are sometimes unfairly expected from entry levels. And if they're not, they're usually the risk and compromises an employer is willing to take. It's not up to me to say what level of seniority they should be after and what level of seniority you are, but just keep in mind that these might make you value beyond an entry level. The second aspect is your experience with specific sectors or specific people. Change is not easy. There are a lot of unknowns, accept that. And if you don't have the confidence to face them all, focus on the things that you know about because those give you the confidence to move forward. Even more if the organization you want to apply for finds those things, those unknowns that you have, really valuable. And there might be things about people like you, about those close to you, or about the world around you. So for example, if you belong to a specific demographic of users, for example, young people, a specific country, you are a parent, and an organization is designing for that demographic, that gives you a competitive advantage because you understand the users better. And if a company doesn't see the value of designing for someone that belongs to the user group, they are the problem, not you. So don't take it personal. Also, you might have knowledge of those people around you. So instead of you being similar to the users, you have a lot of users in your life. You work with children and the organization designs something for children. Or for example, you know a lot about people of a specific sector. For example, teachers, accountants, doctors. So in confidence, when I started to be a UX designer, I met someone that started more or less in the same time to be a UX designer. But they were also a doctor. I was so jealous because of course they had so many knowns compared to me on how to design in the healthcare sector than I had. So make sure that you understand all the knowns that you have a specific sector to where you're coming from because these should make you feel more confident of designing for that sector and also create a competitive advantage on other designers. And try to be also aware of all the specific skills that working in that sector gave you because the other point is your skill set. Designers have many skills. Some skills are a must-have, others are a should-have, and others are a nice to have. And then there are many skills that designers don't have at all. If you do have something that designers should have, that creates a competitive advantage. If you have a skill that is a nice to have, that might become your unique selling proposition. If you have a skill that designers don't have, you might actually be able to disrupt the design industry. So for how I understood myself so far, in my case, my visual skills, are my should have, something that gives you a competitive advantage compared to other designers. My ability to tell a story and teach is a nice to have, something that becomes my unique selling proposition. And in confidence, I'm not sure what I do have that other designers don't have. But maybe my interest in mindfulness, theater, I don't know. But for example, someone that is changing career from psychology to design can disrupt the design industry much better than I will ever do. And it's the same for other skills that you might have, like maths, data analytics, interviewing, any marketing skills, 
or anything about law or finance. I have no idea what skills these people have, so I can't even imagine how they might be useful for design. And that's because I'll be soon an old school designer, like many others. I'm confident that a career changer like you will come into the design industry and make a skill from another industry at least a nice to have for many designers. And I hope that after this episode you will be confident too. And before I leave you, I suggest you to listen back to episode 2 if you haven't done it. Because the first point is about the skills that are must have for a designer. If you want to move into a design career and you look back, you're definitely gonna see how many times you've been a designer even if you don't call yourself in that way. Design is not a job title, it's a mindset. There are definitely some anecdotes about your previous job where you made decision of if, why and how something should change or work. And hopefully you have done with just some common sense. You did some research before, you explored some solutions and you tested them. For example, when I moved to UX, in my first case studies I was using an infographic that I made, where I was actually applying the UX process. I didn't know that at the time. Just after my UX course, I realized, oh, I've done card sorting here and didn't realize about it. Here I was testing solutions with a lot of people and I worked in iteration to improve them. And definitely I saw this happening also with other designers that I mentored. They were coming from marketing, psychology, or even someone that was a crew manager on a ship. In that job, they were actually choosing all the activities, the tools, to make sure that the staff was working well and the customers were satisfied. That's basically a description of what a selfie designer does, but in their portfolio they only have projects from the UX course they've done. Of course I remind you this is just a podcast, I have no idea who you are and no idea where you're applying to, so I don't know if these things are gonna matter to them, but I invite you to be mindful of your experience and give you a chance also to be positive by looking back at your experience and design your confidence by considering all the things that you maybe are undervaluing about yourself and balancing with all the voices and negative thinking that you of course have in your head because you're making a career change. And since you're here, also give yourself a big pat on your shoulder because you're daring to do it. So I hope that you design your confidence to move forward from your current career. But remember to not leave it behind. Is what helps you to not restart completely your journey, but just move backward a few steps, maybe much less than you think, and maybe on a more exciting journey than those that you're comparing yourself to, because you might become much better than them at that job. And let me know how it goes, or if you need any help. Go to designingconfidence.com, there you can see how to contact me, and also find links to relevant resources and people I found inspiring for this and other talks. And if you found this inspiring, please leave a review and share this podcast. Tell people why you think this podcast helps your creative confidence. And become someone else's safe space to talk about these topics and to find support in building their creative confidence. Because if you got this far, I'm sure you're a great listener, which I thank you for. And now, it's time for me to shut up, so that you can listen to your own thoughts after this episode. And remember to thank yourself for the time you spent to learn and grow.